So we're at the Empisource booth at Rise. We we have some great interviews. We have some great interviews lined up. I love I love covering Rise. I love being out in the element. There's there's the studio element of the show, and then then we have the mobile unit that that we're gonna be doing some tailgating and stuff like that. But I love being at the conferences. Um, it's great to be here in Nashville. You know, this is my city, uh, my 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 adopted hometown. So shout out to everybody listening on WVOL, the Mighty 147 here in Nashville, or, or, or Cashville is what they call it here in Tennessee. <laughs> but we're here at Episource, so so great thanks to, to Martin and Rohith and the Episource team for, for giving me some space and uh, to, to do some taping. But but can't we can't do we can't do a show without getting Rick Witted from US Hunger to come on and talk about dignity and discretion and, and all of the stuff that they're doing. Um, I know that since the last time you heard from Rick, maybe four or five months ago, U.S. Hunger has done a lot of different initiatives. They're really getting into uh, building up their their base in Central Florida. They have engaged in a myriad of, of pilot projects, which I think are going to bear a lot of fruit. So I so wanted to bring Rick in and, and, and give him a chance to, to talk about what's going on, man. First and foremost, it's, it's fantastic to to see you there's so much so many things have, have happened since the last time we saw each other but um you know it continues to be successful with what you're doing uh you've had a chance to bring in some of your staff and yep. some of your people so it's just it's just phenomenal and, and wanted to, to to get you in for a segment and, and to chat well i listen first of all you look incredible here and oh, man, Episource have outdone themselves yeah, they're, this, they're, this platform great, is great. i feel like i'm in oprah's living yeah, room man, I feel, yeah, it's what's like, going it's like, on here i feel like we're on good morning america like, i'm <laughs> right. waiting for for stray hand to pop out uh you know and and all the and all of those people oh, you uh, look better you look better than stray hand we're good yeah, we're waiting we're waiting for the for the superstars but but this conference is is fantastic I feel like this is the first conference that I've been to where I'm like, man, this is this is back. Um, I, you know, you have to have COVID tests to get, I mean, a COVID uh, vaccine to get in here. Yeah, yeah. A lot of us have had COVID. Yep. A lot of us are triple vaccinated, not even just double vaccinated. So it's so it's great. I see I see some of Rick's people walking in, drinking yeah. coffee, just getting that getting that morning buzz. They're excited um, to be here yeah, too. Yeah, it's, it's great to have them yeah. here, and and it's just it, this feels real. This feels big. And, and it feels like we've moved forward. It feels like the worst is behind us. Now, we never get cocky. Yeah. Because yeah. COVID is still out there. Yeah, COVID is yeah. still killing people. It is still making people very sick. But hopefully the worst is behind we're, us. We're, we can move I, on I with think we're getting comfortable yeah. with learning how to navigate life right. with it. You got to live with it. Yeah, with yeah, it. absolutely. Well, hey, James, listen, thank you for having us here. Thank you for being here. And uh, I just, uh, I grew up where uh, you learned that a poor frog don't praise his own pond, man. You have really pulled us into no, the I healthcare world. You cared about our mission. That's great. And uh, how Honor. we add real umph and power behind right. food insecurity. Right and health uh, uh, outcomes at the That's same time. So we're grateful for it. We're, we're here because of you. you. We're grateful for for you guys. So tell us, give us give us a, hey, what do you think about the conference? So yeah. who, who have you plugged in with? Or if you can say so, what are, what sure. are some of the strategic 
initiatives that U.S. Hunger is working on? Yeah, it's interesting. We've been talking to some of the plans, uh, sharing you know what we do and how we do it, and it's just a good time, right? right. Health equity and accessibility is yeah. just foundational to healthcare, at least the healthcare model nowadays. And uh, so uh, we've talked to a few of the blues here already. Oh, that's great. Man. We're talking to some of the vendors that are uh, in our space, uh, and so yeah, yeah, we appreciate the opportunity to connect and. Tell us about tell us about the program that you're running in Orlando. I'm just very fascinated about that, and we're we're on this show is on in Orlando now. So yeah. I'm excited about that. Really working with uh, Med Health Clinics. So so shout out to Med Health uh, Clinical. Big shout out to and, and my, and my man my man Derek Tavares. Yeah yeah. Um, which we we just started on in in um, on uh, on Florida Man Radio in uh, WDYZ in Orlando. So we're on we're on on Saturdays. In, in Orlando, and hopefully we'll be on every day of the week soon in Orlando. Uh, actually, hoping to get, uh, actually got some meetings set up with Advent Health. Nice. Hoping to, to get nice. some, some partnerships Big and, player and in the business market. With, with Advent Health. So we're, we're expanding our brand, but tell us about some of the work that you're doing in Orlando, because we'll definitely air this in the Orlando, our, uh, the Orlando market. So sure. tell us about what you're doing. I, I think what I'm, one of the things I'm really excited about that is a pilot that we're launching with the city of Orlando. Right. Really excited about it. So uh, the city came to us and uh, gave us a small grant and right. for operational expenses. And uh, we said, why don't we think out of the box? Why don't we do right. something different? Why don't we create a, a municipal virtual pantry for the city? They love the concept and the idea. So you fast forward now. Now, and uh, we will be launching, uh, working with their community recreation centers. Oh, great! Uh, strategically uh, locating three kiosks in those centers. The whole purpose is to get fresh produce. Right delivered directly to the folks who need it, but done so discreetly. Right. So because our our platform is virtual, folks can go online or go on their mobile app and apply. Those those families that are working directly with, this, with the recreation centers uh, and are able to, to get 10 to 12 pounds of fresh produce on a, on a monthly basis for a set period of time. Then I think what's really cool about it, James, is you know us, we don't waste an opportunity for engagement. And, and we've just learned if you treat people with dignity. Yep. So when you send them something, it shouldn't say you needed help. It should look like it shouldn't look like food help. It should right. look like Blue Apron and yep. all the things you and I can afford right. on a daily basis. And then, uh, really, you can't underestimate your, your the power. Zip code, your zip code doesn't dictate how people treat you. That's exactly there's, right. Is uh, there's there's no one no one in here that's at this convention be, should be treated any better. Hey, listen, we get outraged uh, yeah. when you don't treat a, a right. animal right. That's right. Uh, how much That's more right. a person uh, right. and so yeah the power of dignity and then the discretion of being able right. to uniquely and quietly apply online allows us to capture a lot of information and so I'm not, it, for me it's not about how many people we fed and I love that the city of Orlando is thinking the same way it's about why do we have to feed them in the first place? Okay. Why are they hungry? And there's, they share a lot of personal stories with us that we're working with the city. How do you leverage this with housing initiatives? How do you leverage awesome. this with other things, jobs? So yeah, we're excited about that program. One of many to come. Okay, tell us a little bit about uh, just some of the other expansions. How, how are you doing? I know that 2020 was a rough year for Ooh. U.S. hunger yeah. from, a, from a fiscal standpoint. I mean, a lot of people, you heard Rick come on the show, U.S. hunger is a nonprofit. So they're not 
you know, you're not you're not talking about a an organization that when times are fat is stacking up 30, 40 million dollars no, and putting sir. it in the coffers. It's a it's a nonprofit, um, which means that you're you're running on on bare bones, mm -hmm. and when you have something as catastrophic as COVID, mm -hmm. that puts you in a situation where you're already on bare bones. So you really get into trying to make a dollar out of out of you know fifteen twenty cents. Yeah. Um, how have you been able to rebound? How are things getting a little bit back to equilibrium? Mm -hmm. And what are you doing? You know, I've seen that that you've brought some of your staff with you, so mm -hmm. that's good. And you, I know that you've kind of expanded your staff. Tell us a little bit about what you're doing operationally with USA. It's been incredibly difficult, um, sure. uh, and we made it more difficult because we didn't choose the easy way out. So one of the things I'm very proud of about our organization is. Uh, you know, we woke up on March 2020 and 90% right. of our revenue stopped. Two years ago. Yeah, overnight. Yeah. And it I, did not come back until Q4 of I last remember, year. I remember it was just around this time, yeah. two years ago, yeah. you were getting to the NCAA tournament. And I remember because I was out in Phoenix, so I'm three hours behind the East Coast. And I remember driving into work and you had the Big East tournament. You had Georgetown and Rutgers. I mean, Georgetown and, excuse me, St. John's were playing. And they actually canceled the game yeah. at halftime, and they canceled the tournaments, and they started canceling everything. And I yeah. said, and I remember saying to my staff, I was just like, look, guys, I don't know what's going on, but yeah. if they're canceling the NCAA tournament, yeah. this COVID thing must be serious. Yep. I can't make you go home, yeah. but but James Lewis is not going to be here. <laughs> I'm not going to be here. So you, if you want to come in here <laughs> and breathe the air, you can be my guest. Yeah. But I'm packing my stuff, and I'm going to be out of here yeah. at 1 p.m., and you're not going to see me. I don't care what the CEO says. I don't care what my boss says. Yeah. I'm yeah. not going to be here. And Rick, I never ever went back into that building yeah, again. Like, yeah. That was the last time that I ever entered that building, other than to go in on a, a random Sunday and clear out my desk yeah. uh, before leaving Phoenix. It just, I thought that I was like, man, you know, maybe we'll be out of the office for a couple weeks, yeah. a month. You know, we'll be back by Easter. We'll be back by Memorial Day. I was hoping to get off until Memorial Day. So uh -huh. I get a little bit of rest. Uh -huh. Never went back. Two years later, we're just kind of dipping our toe into the water, and it's it's just changed society so much it's so weird to be here and see people's faces yeah i'm used to seeing a bunch of n95s with you eyes. almost don't know what to do you right do, I, do I wear do. a mask do i take it's, it off it's do i shaking people's hands or hugging do i fist bump do i like hug that, right? yeah it's, just, it's yeah. changed society so much not to mention those of us who have lost loved ones to, yeah. to COVID and had to endure all of that so i know as a ceo stepping into um, your first ceo role and you know you you've kind of you've been in banking You've done a lot of great things in banking in the in the nonprofit sector and yeah. funding sector. And I'm sure that, you know, you're a member of the board of U.S. Hunger for many years, stepped into the role. I've had many plans, things you've been thinking about, <laughs> pontificating on for years. You're about to go to work, do yeah. Rick Whithead stuff, and then boom. 90% of your revenue gone, gone right. overnight. How, so, do you, how do you manage that from a leadership standpoint? Well, first you take care of your people. Right. Period. Yeah, it, it's yeah, we can survive this if the right. people are okay. And right. as I was starting to say, you know, one of the things I was most proud about is throughout that entire two-year ordeal, we never did a layoff, That's great. and we were never late on a bill. That's great. We too. paid every vendor, and and although it's been really difficult to bounce back, you're you're a chase, a chase person. So you know about that net thirty. Let me net tell 60. you, we we could have played net it 90. all day long, <laughs> and right. and you right. know what? And our vendors would have understood. They would have understood. They yeah, we understood. had decade long experience with yeah. many of them. Definitely would have. But the truth of the matter is, now that we're becoming whole again, 
I don't have employees looking over their shoulders yeah. wondering if they're safe. Do we That's really so care? And I don't have vendors wondering if they need to think about That's expanding so our so relationship or not because so we've important. always made good. So and so that was the probably the most difficult part about it, but it was the right thing to do. And Definitely. so how do we manage that, man? Your people trust you. You be transparent with yeah. them. You be honest with them. And uh, you give them voice and ownership into the mission. And when you do that, the entire room gets creative. And awesome. you know, you fast forward and now we have technology. We're yeah. mapping, we're understanding not who we fed, but why they're hungry. Why? And we're laying that yeah. out through analytics and AI and all kinds of stuff. I honestly, I wouldn't have thought of had the pandemic not occurred. No, so yeah, we're doing yeah, well. I think, I think I said when this started, I said that, hey, um, you know, it's going to really suck for two or three years. Yeah. But one thing about America is now we, you know, we, we, we screw up a lot of stuff ourselves. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're very quick to talk about what's going on in Ukraine and Russia and all of that mm -hmm. stuff. We have our own skeletons. And we got closet. a lot of no, issues. None of us as human beings are perfect. This so is we've exactly all, right. We've all uh, transgressed, yeah. you know, in, in the, to, to put on my, my pastor son hat. Well, if one there's thing, a utopia, don't go to right. it because you're going to mess it up. But, you're not right. perfect. But, but one, <laughs> thing, one thing about the United States of America, yeah. um, when we have catastrophe, whether it's the Great Depression, whether it's the Great Recession, whether it's World War II, whether it's, um, you know, whatever, the, the Reconstruction, whatever we go through, we usually figure it out. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network.